Hello and welcome to the Hey Mama podcast. Supporting women to make empowering, soul-centered and heart-driven decisions in motherhood. Going back to basics, changing our stories and trusting ourselves. I'm Emily. And I'm Annabelle. Hey Hey Mama! Mama. Welcome to today's episode. (laughs) Today we decided that we wanted to talk about tantrums (laughs) the that you know I'm gonna say all toddlers will go through you know some are more mild cases than others um but yeah you know they definitely go through that it's the developmental developmental stage and um part of what happens in the brain it's almost like a rite of passage I think for for the child and for the parents too to um to kind of do that mm. so yeah we just you know, get into navigate that, that. And talk about um <laughs> you know like how we can help guide our children through these times and for a lot of people it's a bit of a perception shift um well for the for the parents it's a perception shift as to what they're actually seeing and then yeah that then helps them them deal with it so yeah mm. let's get into it um, yeah, let's get into it. Um, I mean, me, Annabelle, I do not have a toddler, but I do have a husband mm-hmm. and maybe I can use these tools on him. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, this is the thing, like everything that I've learned in parenting is really then taught me how to manage things with adults, like any kind of conflict and the way I speak to people and, and, and hold space. Like, I just feel like it, it's mm. just, it's really the same. Like it's being respectful. Um, only difference with children is that we are speaking in a slightly different way because we're speaking to what their brain can understand and comprehend. But the um, the sentiment's still the same, you know. Um, the intention behind it is still the same. Is what I found, and it's actually I feel like it's made me a better human being just by learning all these gentle and respectful ways to be with my children. Because you have learned a lot. You do know so much, Em. And I really feel like so many people could learn from you and this is so valuable. I'm really, really grateful for you sharing your knowledge on this. Like I know you love it, but I, I'm just so grateful because so many people will be able to learn so much from you sharing this. So, yeah, yeah, pump no, you up I, because I'm you know so I'm so passionate about it and that's why I'm, you know, always really keen to share it and I – because I kind of feel like, well, for me, it's like once you know this stuff, it just feels like, yeah, that makes total, total sense. Um, and, um, mm. yeah, that's why I want to share it because a lot of the time if we're just following, I guess, like the mainstream kind of or even just what your parents did or, yeah, what what your grandparents mm. did, you know, just those mm. the generation after generation we're just going to be doing the same old stuff and it's not working. Um, there's, you know, we know how much um, depression and anxiety are um, prevalent in our society right now. So I feel like that is a major, yeah. major um, reflection of the parenting that, that we had. And this is not a blaming thing at all on our parents because they were just doing absolutely what they knew, um, you know, doing the best that they could with, with the knowledge that they had. But 
now we're in a place where we have access to so much more information and we can do better. We know better and we can do better. So yeah, that's why I want to share it and hopefully it'll reach somebody's ears that it um, will sing with and yeah, they can also use this lovely, gentle and loving parenting style. Um, yeah, so tantrums. Well, I guess it's the most important thing to start off with is that tantrums are absolutely not naughty. They're not um, a bad behavior or something that we need to um, punish our children for, which is something that I think a lot of people have got caught up with. And they think that mm. um, this like big meltdown is um, like a manipulative thing or it's mm. behavior that's trying to upset the parent or because they're trying to get their own way or you know yeah yeah and that's something that we first of all need to really reframe our perception on um, because the, you've got to think about our children's brain and they are learning about the world and they have come into this world where we as the they're very vulnerable right when they come into the mm. world as a parent we we do everything for them and, and we're making all the decisions for them because they can't make the decisions for themselves. Um, so they getting, you know, carried room to room, putting clothes on them. Okay, now we're going here. We put them in a car seat. We put them here and they're being controlled a lot. And that's not, you know, we can't change anything about that. Of course we can't because it's what we, it's our role as a parent while they're, while they're young, while they're vulnerable. But then yeah. of course they get to this age um, where they can have some control and mm. they start to want to assert their um, independence and their authority and they start to want to have some power over things. And, of course, they do. Like, imagine us. Like, if someone was just telling us what to do all day long, like, put these clothes on, brush your teeth now, yeah. do it for long. Like, it, it would be really challenging and at some yeah. point you'd, you'd probably explode. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, and, and I mean, it's not just it's not just about that. You know, there's there's actual things that are happening in the brain, and I will suggest if you do want to know about that, there's a really really awesome book, um, The Whole Brain Child, um, by Dan Segel and Tina. Oh, I've forgotten her last name. Apologies about that. But yeah, The Whole Brain Child, and it's and it's wonderful. It really kind of um goes into the details about what's going on in the brain but not in a um super advanced way it's very easy to read um yeah, yeah cool. if anyone wants yeah. to know that like I found that really interesting I know that for me personally like I find actually having the knowledge it gives me a bit more awareness and then I can have more compassion um, yeah absolutely yeah. yeah yeah no that's great yeah um, so yeah, there's lots of things going on. And really, when you're looking at what a tantrum is, it's emotion, right? Like it's just mm. emotional and emotional release. Like it's often sadness or anger or both of those things together or disappointment or, you know, it's something. Yeah, frustration. Frustration, absolutely. Like it's just, it's these emotions that often we as adults have a hard time dealing with. So mm. not the child, it's us. So we mm. struggle with those emotions, um, not just in children, but in ourselves. And that's, again, like it's not really our fault because a lot of the time that stuff's being projected onto us. So 
whether society has told us that they are negative emotions and we should not be feeling them and we should not be expressing them or whether Mm. in our own childhood we were um, shamed for feeling that way, sent to our bedrooms, um, told to stop crying because... Mm, Ignored. Ignored, absolutely, yeah, ignored. um, Or even distracted. So a lot of when we're when we were crying as a kids, we might've been like, oh no, no, it's okay. Come and look at this teddy over here or, or come and have this lollipop or come and, you know, watch mm. this. Um, so the message that we're then sent when we're, you know, that's happening to us is that, oh, this emotion is not allowed. This is not acceptable. Um, what I'm expressing right now, I should stop doing. Mm. So for then, you know, for us then as adults who have been through that, whether it's from our parents, from society, from our teachers, whoever it might be, we're then having our own children and we're feeling these same things, that those emotions are not okay. So if obviously if we're feeling they're not okay in ourselves, they're not okay for our children, right? Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, crystal clear. That definitely makes sense. I think you've explained it really well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's then going to be really tough for us to deal with those emotions. So I think like, as, as I always say, like with parenting stuff, like it's honestly not even about our children. It's about ourselves and really working yeah. on what's going on inside our own brain. And once we can get comfortable with, with our own emotions and, and it's not saying that we dismiss them at all. Like it's actually being like, all right, this is what's coming up in my body. I can feel this sensation, whether it's anger or, or sadness. And just being with that and being okay. And what I found was like a really nice thing for myself was to almost speak to my inner child, like speak to myself as if I was a child and what I would have wanted a grown up to say to me and just saying, it's okay to feel that way. You're safe. You are, it's going to pass. It's not going to last. And I'm here for you while it's feeling it. And doing that really just helped me get comfortable with with those feelings. And um, not that I can do this every time, of course not. Like there are times where, you know, like the anger just ramps up or whatever and, and there's you know, <laughs> an explosion. Um, yeah. But, you know, you the more you practice this, the easier it gets for sure. Um, but yeah. yeah. Perfect. Absolutely not. So please, when I'm saying this, don't think that, this is me all the time because it absolutely isn't and yeah. I find that's important because I think sometimes when you um listen to podcasts read books or read an Instagram post it's so easy to be like wow that person's got it all together they know exactly what they're doing but they're not doing it all the time this is like the goal of course but let's not set high standards of ourselves and have these crazy expectations um, yeah, and then not meet them, then feel disappointed and then just feel guilty <laughs> and shame ourselves and, oh, God, just a bit of a roller coaster there. <laughs> yeah, exactly, like a big a big cycle. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So basically we as adults have our children who are going through these big emotions, right? So these big emotions, like you said, that turn into a tantrum or an emotional – even the word tantrum is quite – yeah, maybe yeah. I should change the name. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's just something that we can say that um, everybody knows what it means. Yeah. Where we could yeah. just say um, it's a release. It's an emotional yeah. release. Yeah. yeah, so it's an emotional release. And, you know, we're seeing them going through these big emotions that 
we may want to control because we're like, we just want it to stop because, yeah, maybe we were uncomfortable with it and we're like, oh, my gosh, stop or we, I need you to not do this anymore um, instead of really meeting them where they're at and mm. navigating them through it, like you said, by speaking to them how you'd want to speak to yourself in that situation. Is that right? Yeah, like, is that that, how you, that's yeah. absolutely it. Yeah, nailed it. Um, yeah, and I guess, like, it's so important to even think about what I like to do is put myself in their shoes. So a, an example could be, all right, let's say us as an adult, we've had a really shitty day at work. Like someone's maybe, you know, been nasty to us or we've just been really busy and, you know, um, maybe our boss or something has been like coming down on us for something. I don't know. Like it's been a long time since I've worked, so I'm having a hard time finding a good <laughs> But um, you're like maybe yeah, not the yeah. best example. No, it is a good example. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, you've had a rubbish day, and you yeah. come home and you sit down on the couch and you're sad or you're angry or let's just go with sad because that seems like a, an easier an easier um way to describe it. So you're feeling sad and your partner comes over to you and says, "Oh, what are you what are you crying about?" And you kind of say, "You know, you've had a really bad day or whatever," and he goes. Oh, stop being so silly. You are fine. It's abs- you're absolutely fine. Enough crying now. Come on, let's get on with it. Or they yeah. you know, here, have a piece of chocolate. You'll be fine. Get over it. Okay, yeah. imagine how you would feel as an adult if, you know, you were, you know, that's what your partner said to you. You would just yeah. feel what you were feeling was completely um, invalidated. Yeah, it was, it's invalidated. Um, yeah you're not seen you're not heard you're not loved exactly now flip it around same situation you come home you say the same to your partner you're sitting on the couch and they say oh wow hon like that sounds like a really really tough day I'm so sorry that that happened to you um did you want to talk to me a little bit more about it um Mm. I'm and and just sit with you while if you want to share what's going on and yeah Mm. How much better do you feel? Like you feel completely accepted for, for who yeah. you're feeling those feelings. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, it's it's so good. Yeah. So, so how would you, how does this work with a child? So we know that they, mm. we can language our emotions. Perhaps, well, they can't really. They just know that they're experiencing something. They don't know how to be like, I am feeling sad. Absolutely. <laughs> so that, um inability to communicate is one of yeah. the reasons why it comes out as it does in this emotion um yeah. so yeah they, they can't express it they just feel this thing that's something in their body and they're like the only way they know how to express it is through this emotion and they're they're having a hard time they're basically communicating with you whatever's going on right now is really bloody hard for me please help me so yeah, yeah we as an adult, like you just said about they can't um they can't label it, so we can help them label it. And also, mm. I find it like rather than like directly telling them what it is, I like to kind of just make a suggestion, like, oh, it seems like you're feeling that way because yeah. it's you know, like we all express ourselves differently. But I might say it seems like you're feeling frustrated, or it seems like you're feeling sad. So it is kind of giving it a potential label, but it's not telling them how they do feel, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good though because they need to sort of learn about that eventually. So 
yeah exactly. yeah so guiding that's usually, them exactly and that's usually how I'd start off like oh it seems like you're feeling really frustrated looks like you're having such a hard time right now um you know let's say that it's because um they didn't want to leave the park I don't know just yeah didn't want to leave the park and it's time to go home and I'm like oh it's really frustrating when you want to do something and I can't let you because mm. that's another important thing so just mm. because um talking to our children in a gentle way we're parenting in a respectful way it doesn't mean that they're allowed to do whatever they want right we are not yeah we're not just letting them rule the roost um we still have boundaries and we still have things that we need to put in place and and certain rules obviously those rules are and and boundaries are um developmentally appropriate um yeah but yeah, so there's things like, okay, no, we need to go right now because someone has to go home for a nap or we need to go home for lunch or I've got an appointment or there are things that are happening in life that means that we need to leave right now. So that's a that's a non-negotiable, a non-negotiable we are leaving right now type thing. Yeah. So yeah, so and holding that boundary. And a lot of the time we actually need to hold those boundaries because children get a lot of emotion built up in them. And they need these boundaries and release this emotion. And then yeah. that actually makes a lot better afterwards. So often they're actually looking for this boundary yeah. so that they can have like a big release. So I don't know, but other parents may find that the more you give in to your par- to your kids' kind of demands, like you're like, oh, go on then, we'll just do that the more ridiculous they end up getting. So they just like the more and more things that are just get crazy. And it's because they're literally like, give me a boundary, mom. Like yeah. let me release this stuff that's built up in me. Um, yeah. 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 And they yeah. also need that security of, yeah, the boundary. Like the they, they can't yeah. just not, yeah, be flying around everywhere and not ever have like this stable ground where they can fall, mm-hmm. which is their parents yes and that helps them feel safe yeah like feel safe. if we don't know what we're doing as a parent and we're just kind of flitting between things going oh yeah maybe okay um yeah I'm not sure oh go on then you can do that now but it's not consistent and it's not you know it doesn't it doesn't feel safe for them and mm. yeah you've got to be that strong confident leader yeah yeah, because that energy is really transferred, and it and it affects it affects how they feel. Um, and yeah, they need to, and they deserve to feel safe. Um, so we should be able to give to, that to them as a parent. Yeah, yeah. So we know we know that they're not trying to manipulate us because they mm-hmm. don't have that brain capacity yet, right? So we know they're not trying to do that. They're not naughty. They don't need to be put in a corner and left mm-hmm. there to deal with it on their own, right? So. Yeah. Like you're saying, you label or potentially help them label their emotions or organize their feelings and then, but still leave a boundary, let them know why you need to do something. So you're still kind of, I guess you're labeling, organizing the feelings, still getting the boundary, but also letting them know why Mm, something needs to change. Is that right? Would that help? How what would be the structure of maybe (laughs) helping them go through it? That sounds exactly that sounds exactly right. And then after you've done that, then it's likely that they're just going to have this massive release. 
And then they're not going to like the boundary. Of course, they're not going to like the boundary. But that's when you are able to then hold the space for them. So you sit there, you tell them that you're there for them, you're listening to them, you love them, they are safe. You know, they might Mm. like um, to be physically touched. I know that my youngest really would want to be cuddled and held and stroked. Um, I don't know if I just said my youngest or oldest then, I'm not sure, but I meant my my oldest. My youngest (laughs) does not. He does not want to be touched. He will be like, go away. And I have to just allow him that space, but I still let him know that I'm there and I'm listening and I'm here if he needs me. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's all just about holding space after that. And honestly, like when you do that and you sit with it, I just find that it really does settle down quite quickly because they're just allowed to. They're allowed to do it. And they just feel safe, they feel seen, they feel heard, they feel loved and accepted. All those um, needs that that they deserve to feel. A lot of the needs that we potentially didn't have met as, as a child and, and what has caused a lot of triggers for us now as adults, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And well, there's this whole thing, there was a whole dialogue, children should be seen and not heard. You know, all yeah. of these things, or if you see... A, a baby or not a baby a toddler or a child having a massive tantrum you're like they're spoiled or Mm. all of these kind of languages that may come up when you're describing a child and it's not true it's it's not true in what we're talking about here right exactly it's very old school and Mm. um there's so much research now that just completely um what's the word debunks all of that yeah yeah. 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 No, it's really it's a really nice way to do it. I I mean, of course. Of course, I agree. I just really think can mm. yeah, shift for our children when we do let them have these releases of emotion and really yeah, really let them. I think that's the thing, right? Like let them yeah. when they're doing it. Um Yeah. Mm. Just um, letting them know that all emotions are valid. Yeah. Like we have a full spectrum of emotion. We're human beings and that's the way that we're supposed to be. Like we're supposed to be able to feel all of those and fully accept them. Um, we yeah. don't have to find away parts of ourselves, you know. It's, it's really about um, allowing our children to be their authentic self, right, yeah. and being there for them. And, and of course, there are going to be times, actually that, this is a good point because during tantrums as well, you may um, have a child who has a physical reaction mm. and they might mm-hmm. start hitting you or kicking you or trying to bite you. Um, and my youngest actually does. He will try to hit. And um, yeah. this is completely normal, completely, completely normal. Like this is just a way for him to um, express his anger and he's actually trying to physically get that anger out of his body yeah um which is great like it's like you know he knows what he needs to do but of course no I can't allow you to hit me yeah so I will block block the hand or block the the foot that's trying to kick or whatever it is and I'll block it and I'll be like I'm sorry I won't not even I'm sorry I'm I won't allow you to to hit hitting hurts so I have to stop you from doing that but I can redirect if you're feeling Mm. like need a hit you can go and hit the pillow or if we're at the park you can hit the floor or 
whatever it might be you can go and squeeze some like yeah sometimes for the park I might be like you can squeeze the grass like grab the grass like anything that's going to help that emotion kind of come out and allow them to feel that anger yeah without somebody else yes I really like that so yeah we're really validating their emotions and helping them release them in a healthier way um, yeah exactly. like you said yeah. Yes. Yeah. And like how nice would it have been for us to have had the opportunity to kind of um, be able to release our anger like that? Like I don't know about you guys but like anyone listening or you but like slamming doors for an example, like that would have just absolutely not been allowed. Like it would have been guilty where that for me like in in our house now like that's totally allowed like if if my child wants to go and into their bedroom and slam the door that's just an expression of anger and they're just releasing it like it's 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 healthy like I see that as a really healthy expression yeah yeah I can definitely remember times where you know you get this emotion coming up and you have to release it somehow Mm -hmm. maybe you do scream into your pillow or Yeah, you do need to slam your door because you're feeling it so intensely, and you're not wrong for feeling it. Um, But you need you need help to release it, and then maybe help through it. Um, Yeah, yeah, which I really like. So obviously, my little boy, he is almost eight months now, but we have definitely noticed that he, the only way he can communicate with us is crying, obviously, Mm -hmm. but. If we take something away from him that maybe he didn't want us to take away from him, he sort of now is letting us know he doesn't want to do that or he doesn't like that we did that. And we're kind of like, this is very interesting. Yeah, so we're kind of going through this next stage. But what would you suggest for a baby that age? Do we still try and language it? Because, I mean, maybe he can't understand us, but maybe he can or will or practice. Can we practice? Yeah, definitely. And do you know what? Like it's probably like one of the best times to practice really (laughs) before they can really, really get into it and kind of run away and and all that stuff and start hitting. Yeah. um, Yeah, I find it, I found that really important because I kind of knew about a lot of this stuff, but I didn't have a, my, my eldest, like he wasn't really a tricky toddler. Yeah. Like I didn't really have to have to deal with many of this, like much of it. Like it was uh, to a certain extent, but then obviously, yeah, with my, with my second, um, he was more of a bit of a firecracker. <laughs> and, um, yeah. It started probably similar time to what you're, what you're saying now with, with Ollie. Um, oh no. <laughs> to be able to practice that. Like, yeah. At that age. And, and they get it. They do get it. They do. Yeah. Like the more you do it, they just start to understand and again you're just using that language and allowing the space for them to release and and honestly like I'm sure you will find that if you just lovingly let them release and be there for them they'll end up being like happier afterwards because they've just got out emotion um and that's it like have emotion running through our body and it needs to get out. And if we're telling our children that they can't feel that, it's just getting pushed down and pushed down and pushed down and it gets stuck, right? Like yeah. it gets stuck in the body and it can actually, you know, there's 
different research out there about how like that kind of stuff like ends up causing ailments in the yeah. body and we're just yeah all this um built up emotion getting yeah started. yeah you know I just had a thought with what you were saying and it's how hard is it to stop a laugh when we're feeling yeah. happy <laughs> yeah how hard yeah. is it to stop a smile like we can't Mm. has made us laugh or made us happy we want to experience that or joyful like we're just saying that all emotions are valid like you said and to not try Mm -hmm. and stop it like laughing is a really great way to get out emotion when something has made you laugh or something is funny yeah Yeah. (laughs) and so we should yeah you've just reminded me of a really super important point is that when your kids do get a little bit older and they're having these like um, these releases, you know, quite often we can actually try and let out emotion through laughter before mm. it gets where they are needing to release through crying. So yeah. if you don't already follow um, Mama Manon, absolutely go onto your Instagram or your Facebook and follow Mama Manon and she has some excellent games that you can play with your kids and it's a way to connect with your children but in a way that um yeah gets the laughter out and therefore yeah they don't need to yes. in a crying way the stuff that's been built up yeah okay I really um, like that yeah so it's a lot of like power struggle things you know like um you know, wrestling and stuff mm. really great where the kids get to be in control or they, you know, it's like, come and knock me down. Or another one we might do is like, I might have like um, my son on my back and I'll be like, and I'll be like, which way should I go? And then um, if he doesn't tell me to stop, I might bang into a wall or something and be like, ow, you made me bump into the wall. And <laughs> it's really, really silly. And he'll laugh at that and he'll think it's absolutely hilarious. Um, yeah, there's quite a few yeah. different, or there's another one like um that she, that she suggests when like your kids have been at daycare and mum and dad are like fighting over the child like he's mine he's mine and they're like kind of pulling in oh, like that's so cute. Almost, oh. and how they feel like so loved and yeah. so loved they've been separated from mum and dad all day and yeah honestly you have to oh. follow her she's wonderful and I le- I've learned so much from her so yeah, that was a really good point actually with the laughter. That I'm glad that you reminded me of that because um yeah, really really Aww. I like I like that side of it as well that you can release it without the tears. Yeah. Oh man, that's so beautiful. I, I don't know why again I'm getting emotional, but I just think how what a treasure for a child to feel so loved and to feel really secure, especially mm-hmm. in these moments where they're not feeling that way. And at the end of the day. They do want connection, even if they're pushing us away, even if it feels like they don't. They want us to lean in. They need us to lean in. Exactly, 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 exactly. And they're they're only pushing us away because they're feeling that disconnect. Like like they're literally saying, like, I'm so disconnected from you right now. I'm trying to protect myself. Yeah. But you then being there and being there for them is going to help them come back in, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's really lovely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a massive gift that we can give our kids for them to be 
fully seen and fully heard and fully accepted and they absolutely deserve that all children deserve that and it's exactly why I'm so passionate about this and I want to share it with everyone so yeah, yeah I'm really glad we could talk about this today yeah well thank you so much for being our guest today <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I really appreciate it and everything you mentioned about you know books or people to follow well definitely share that with anyone listening um yeah yeah, just on our page or something so that maybe we'll do a little post for um for each person and um yeah the people that we recommend because um yeah they're definitely part of of my learning and and they've given me the ability to I guess now share it myself so yeah 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 we'll share resources because that's so important in supporting you know mothers and families and fathers and children in yeah navigating that new stage that fun new stage exactly exactly and it's just like it is it's just a stage that's it and it will pass right like yeah. you through the baby stuff and then this comes up and then you get through that and it's the next thing you know as soon yeah. as you nail, as soon as you nail it and you're like yeah I'm getting this now it's finished and you're on to the next one <laughs> all the so good. Goes. Oh, yeah oh. all right well thank you all for listening today um I hope that it's been um yeah worthwhile and you've either learned yes. something from it or been inspired and yeah yes. we'll um, talk to you guys soon hope you have a lovely day yes have a lovely day and thank you so much again and for sharing your wisdom on this I know I definitely so thank you. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Hey Mama podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please share it with friends and follow our social media pages to keep up to date with the latest episodes. We hope you're having a beautiful day, Mama.